floor before you're seated. Uh, just in this, with the environment, with es que se siente la gloria del Señor aquí en este lugar en una forma tan fuerte y poderosa ahí se no se puede ¿no? algo poderosísimo y bueno le envío saludos de parte de mi esposa mi familia toda mi tribu abrazos a cada uno de ustedes en esta noche en este lugar eh, Pastor Russell Pastor Sam no joke no hype not just part of the protocol, way beyond that with sincerity of heart and transparency of spirit. I absolutely love them. Some of my favorite people on the planet, some of the greatest leaders in the kingdom today. Can you help me honor Pastor Russell Evans, Pastor Sam Evans. Simply the best. I bleed planet shakers. True story. Pastor Ot Bossoff. Honest to goodness. Demons approach him, they turn back and flee. And even some non-demons turn back and flee. That man carries authority. He does. And I don't, I mean, yeah, his, his physique, and I, I get that. I'm the size of his leg. <laughs> I really am. But he carries so much. I honor that amazing general. Help me honor Pastor Abbasov. World changer. And then all my friends that are here. I want to honor Reggie Dabbs. Just the speakers here. The, the men, Reggie. Isn't Reggie amazing? I mean, this, so, this, I just want to share with you, what, what, it, it, it's different, it is different. It, it, it's, it's a prophetic impartation, completely biblically substantiated, it's the word of the Lord, but this is what God's Spirit assigned me to share with you today. And let me just read it, and I'm going to have you sit down, and then you, you'll get this in a second. First Samuel chapter 5. After the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they took it from the battleground at Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. That right there should provoke a theological conundrum, a bit of acid reflux. The fact that the bad guys were able to capture the glory of God in a box. They carried the Ark of God into the temple of Dagon and placed it beside an idol of Dagon, a statue. When the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon had fallen with his face to the ground in front of the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him in his place again. But the next morning, the same thing happened. <laughs> Dagon had fallen face down before the ark of the Lord again. But this time, somebody shout, this time. Look at your neighbor, tell him, this time. Tell the other neighbor, this time. This time, his head and hands had broken off and, and were lying in the doorway. Only the trunk of his body was left intact. I want to speak to you briefly on the subject matter. So to show me your glory, here it is. The message is called Timber. Somebody shout, Timber! It's coming down. When the prophetic stands next to the pathetic, the prophetic always wins. Somebody shout, Timber! 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 It's coming down. You may be seated, you may be seated. Point number one, here it is. Let me give you the word of the Lord. When hell declares victory, watch God show up. When hell declares victory, watch God show up. In the Old Testament, the Ark of God, God's treasure chest, represented God's presence, power, and promise. The Ark of God served as the Old Testament facilitative platform for the glory of God. The glory of God, as we have heard throughout the course of the past few days, is the manifest presence of God. Whatever heaven touched, the rod of Aaron, manna, commandments, 
items described as glorious stood in light and better than that box. When the king of glory touches it, it is glorious. The Philistines believe that if they capture the ark, the glory, Israel's secret weapon, Israel will be defeated. Let me explain to you the story. The Philistines are the arch enemies of the Israelites. The Philistines would have 10,000 men and they would come against 1,000 Israelites. They would fight. And somehow the 1,000 Israelites would end up with the victory. The Philistines upgraded exponentially the number of men, the troops. They would fight against the Israelites with a diminished contingency. And nevertheless, the outcome was the same. The Israelites would win. The Bible talks about the Philistines coming together and coming to the inevitable conclusion that the secret was the Ark of God. They came to the conclusion that as long as the Israelites have the Ark of God, the glory of God in a box, the most sacred entity, physical entity on the planet, the Israelites win. In other words, wherever there is glory, there is victory. I will repeat that. Wherever there is glory, there is victory. Let me repeat that one more time in order to upset everything that has risen against you. Wherever there is glory, where the glory of God is present, where the fullness of the vicarious, where the finished work of Jesus is present, where Jesus Christ through his Holy Spirit is present, there is victory. The Philistines figured it out. Wherever the glory of God in the box is present, there is victory. Hence, all we have to do is capture the ark of God, the glory of God in the box. Let's, let's capture it, let's steal the glory. And here it is. Mm -hmm. They captured the ark. They captured the ark of God. They believed they took the glory hostage. They stood convinced. They took the power of God captive. They convinced themselves they had placed a lid on the presence of God. But they were soon to discover the following. You can't incarcerate the glory. You can't imprison the power of God. The Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory, Psalm 84, 11. Through the vicarious atoning work of Jesus on the cross and the resurrection, we are carriers of the glory of God. Having chosen them, he called them to come to him. Having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. Giving them right standing, he gave them his glory, Romans 8.30. What is the glory? Better yet, who is the glory? We heard from Pastor Ott, we heard from Reggie. It is simple, Hebrews 1.3. The sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God. And that glory, Jesus Christ, he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. Jesus is the glory of God. And this is why the prince of darkness hates your guts. I want you to hear me. Hell doesn't come after you because you are black, white, yellow, or brown, conservative or liberal, charismatic or automatic. If you are born again, hell comes against you because you carry the glory of the living God. In other words, if the enemy, ooh, ooh, the enemy is not attacking you because of the foolish things you did in your past, he is attacking you because of the glorious things you're about to see in your future. The enemy wants to overwhelm you now because you are about to occupy the next. I'm gonna repeat that. The enemy wants to overwhelm you now because you are about to occupy the next. But I wanna remind you what Isaiah 54, 17 tells us. No weapon. Somebody shout no weapon. Somebody shout no weapon. Tell your neighbor no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. No weapon formed against your family will ever prosper. No weapon formed against your church will ever prosper. No weapon formed against your calling will ever prosper. No weapon formed against your anointing will ever. 
somebody shout like you know that no! So right now around the world, it looks like the enemy is winning. It looks like it, smells like it. If you go on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, if you listen to certain influencers, it looks like the Philistines of the 21st century once again successfully captured the glory. It looks like it. Somebody say, it looks like it. So what if I tell you that the very same thing that took place in Dagon's temple is about to take place in your family, your church, your generation, your city, your nation. I don't know if you understand what I just said. What if I tell you that the very same thing, I sense the glory that took place in Dagon's temple is about to take place in Australia, in Africa, in Asia, in America, in Latin America, in Europe, all around the world. Four words, watch God show up. And I know you're gonna push, some people have pushed back on social media. Oh, but we're coming out of a global pandemic. It doesn't matter, watch God show up. But my nation is more divided than ever before. Watch God show up. There's a war in Ukraine and China is threatening Taiwan. Watch God show up. What about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and superinflation? Watch God show up. Marriage is falling apart. Children are rebellious. The medical reports are coming in. I want you to hear me. I don't think, I don't hope, I don't wish, and I don't feel. I know that God's about to show up and show off his glory like we have never, ever seen before. If you believe it, lift up your hands. Somebody, how do you know Samuel Rodriguez? Because of Hebrews 10, 23. God can be trusted to keep his promise. Oh, and I know the pushback. I know the pushback. Oh, you're in denial there, sunshine. You're in denial there. You're talking about a global revival. You and Pastor Otto and Reggie, you're talking about that we're about to see God show up and people saved and transformed and societies and even nations experiencing biblically substantiated Holy Spirit sustained reformation. You're saying some crazy things. You're, you're in denial that we're living in the last days. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm fully cognizant of the list, of the list of, in 2 Timothy chapter 3 that Paul shared with regarding the last days. I'm aware of the gospel of Matthew, the 24th chapter, as it pertains to the last days. I've read it. In the last days, men and women will become lovers of themselves. We call that narcissism and many posts on Instagram. In the last days, men and women will leave their natural desires. We call that the state of California. We, we've read the list of the last days. Rural wars and rumors of wars and famines and natural disasters and abandoning sound doctrine and sound teaching, heretical ideologies emerging. We've heard about, we've read it, and, and I'm not in denial, but there is one more last day promise. And it's the reason why I occupied a seat on a United Airlines flight from Los Angeles, California. It took me 16 hours and eight minutes to land in Melbourne, Australia. And I, why did I fly for 16 hours? I came out of the plane, my sciatica was acting up. I walked out like this. But why did I get here? Why? Because of one more last day promise. The one that I'm talking about is so powerful. It appears in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Joel 2.28, Acts 2.17. Get ready. In the last days. It doesn't say, God doesn't say, I may, I might, I hope to, I aspire to. I really wish it would. He says, I will. I will. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. 
If you believe it, can you shout like you know we are about? I want you to raise your hand. The next thing to fill your family will not be more drama. The next thing to fill your family will be the glory of the living God. The next thing to capture your mind will not be more negative thoughts, it will be the glory of God. The next thing, can we prophesy here? The next thing to fill the earth will not be a new social political movement. The next thing to fill Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, Australia, the next thing to fill the nations, the next thing to fill your ministry. Let me just say it, by the time you get home, the next thing to fill your house, your casa, your children and your children's children, and your children's 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 children. It won't even be COVID 21, 22, or 23. The next thing to fill the nations will be the glory of Jesus Christ. Indeed, as I live, all of the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord, Numbers 14, 21. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea, Habakkuk 2, 14. Ephesians 4, 10. He who descended is himself. He who ascended above the heavens that we may fill all things with his glory. Jesus is the glory of God. He is about to shine in, with, for, and through you. Raise your right hand. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, saints. Listen. We are about to see more people saved like never before. 18 of you believe it. We are about to see more people come to Jesus than ever before. We are about to see more people healed than ever before. We are about to see more people set free than ever before. We are about to see more prodigal sons and daughters come back home than ever before. We are about to reap the greatest harvest. Oh, when the enemies of truth, love, and grace convince themselves that they have successfully captured the glory, watch God show up. You believe that? You really believe we're about to see something glorious? No hype, no joke, no prophetic spaghetti on the wall. How many know God's about to show up and show off his glory? Let me get to Are there any questions? When the prophetic stands next to the pathetic, the prophetic always wins. Dagon, can you come out here? Help me welcome Dagon. I want to illustrate this. Dagon, come here. This is Dagon. Well, you know what I mean. Just, just work with me here. Just, so stay right here. You're Dagon. And by the way, I just want to make it clear for everyone in the back row. If, if, I just want to make this clear because there's been a lot of questions in the past few days. This is, by the way, this is Jason Fordick, and, uh, just uh, uh, an American military war hero. Uh, so he just, it, uh, amazing. His name appears in three museums for the glory of God. <clears throat> but, so I just want to make it clear. What Jason, Jason's, make it, we, okay, Jason's, my body is 1 Corinthians 15, 10. By the grace of God, I am what I am. <clears throat> His body, Pastor Ott and David's body, Ephesians 3, 20, and God can do ex exceedingly abundantly above all anything and everything you could ever imagine or ask for. It is what it is, favor's not fair. So your day gone, I, I wanna illustrate this real quick here. It says this, uh, here it is, and they, they carried the ark of God, the glory of God in the box, and they placed him in the temple. All right, so I Googled, are there any Philistines in Melbourne? Help me welcome my Philistines, please. All right, guys, right here. You are the citizens of Ashdod. So your job, I'm, for this purpose, and with great due deference and humility, I represent the ark of God, the glory of God. It's just by coincidence. It happens to work out that way. Um, and so, so you guys are gonna carry the ark you're going to take the glory of God in the box. You're going to put me right next to Dagon. This really happened. It's like a Netflix series. It really happened. So you're going to carry me and don't drop the glory, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't, you know what I'm saying? Don't drop the glory. All right. So you guys are going to, so this is the glory now. So just treat the glory, you know, you know. Let's go. 
Hashtag best day ever. Perfect. Yeah. They give it up for the citizens of Ashdod. <laughs> Stick it right, 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 right about there. This really happened. I'm not making that up. They go on statue. They bring the glory of God in a box and they place them right next to Dagon. Right next to Dagon. I'm going to stop this biblical exegetical extrapolation. Here it is. They carried the ark of God, the glory of God in the box, into the temple of Dagon and placed them next to Dagon. They did what with the ark? I can't hear you. I'm sorry. They did what? They carried. Stop. Why? Stop. That's illogical. If they knew, and they knew, that the ark of God, the glory of God in that box was the secret sauce, why didn't they even attempt to destroy it? Why not remove the lid, take out the Ten Commandments, bam, the rod of Aaron, poof, do away with the manna. The Bible says they carried it, and I can prove to you and substantiate it biblically that they carried the ark with great due deference, with great respect. Because the Bible says if you would carry the ark and you would disrespect it, you would what? You would die. They did not die. You missed it. That means the, the enemies of Israel, even though they were the enemies, they knew that the glory must be respected. Oh, you're not hearing me right now. Show me a church with the glory. Show me family with the glory. Show, show me a preacher with the glory. Show me a generation filled with the glory of God, Jesus, and I will show you a church, a generation, a family, a man, and a woman that will be respected. Wherever the glory is present, they will be respect. There must be respect. La gloria se respeta. Repeat after me, the glory must be respected. Tell your neighbor, the glory must be respected. 1 Peter 4.14 says the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. I'm here to tell you, your family is not just your normal cup of tea. Your family is full of the glory of God. The days of disrespect come to an end right here, right now, in the name of Jesus. When will government respect the church? When the church shines with the glory of Jesus. Are you hearing me right now? When will entertainment and the business world respect the church? When the church demonstrates and exhibits the glory of the risen Christ. All right. They placed them right next to him. Right where it is. Right here. This really happened. Ready? You're Dagon, you're a statue, and the glory of God. <laughs> the ark of God next to Dagon. <sighs> Two objects cannot occupy the same space. Your past and your future cannot occupy the same space. Your dream and your nightmare cannot occupy the same space. Complacency and conviction cannot occupy the same space. Truth and lies cannot occupy the same space. Hatred and love cannot occupy the same space. Sin and holiness cannot occupy the same space. Forgiveness and unforgiveness cannot occupy the same space. Belief and doubt, faith and fear cannot occupy the same space. Something has to go. Somebody shout, something has to go. Here's the good news. We have the power to kick out whatever is out of alignment. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Luke 10, 19, Acts 1, 8, for ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. 2 Timothy 1, 7, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of sound mind. So here it is. We're gonna land this right now. This happened. They left. And then something amazing, supernatural took place. This ended up here. The glory right here. The truth right next to the lie. 
the glory of God in a box next to an ideology, next to a false teaching, to idolatry, to sin. And who collapsed? <laughs> so this is what took me 16 hours to get here for. In Australia, in your family, in your mind, in your atmosphere, in your generation, I need you to get ready. Every day gone comes down tonight right here in this place. I'm gonna say it, if you're watching on Daystar right now, Listen, the Dagon attempting to deconstruct our Judeo-Christian value system is about to come down. The Dagon attempting to indoctrinate our children with false teachings regarding race, gender, and sex is coming down. Are you ready? Can I prophesy the Dagon in your family is coming down. The Dagon in your community is coming down. The Dagon in your generation is coming down. In the name of Jesus, addiction, captivity, and bigotry collapses today. So at the count of three, all I want you to do is shout timber. You're gonna come down. It's going to be symbolic yet prophetic. In Jesus' name, we are about to see the lies of the enemy, the constructs. And it begins with the Dagons here. This is your battlefield. It begins here. The Dagons here. The lies that come out of your mouth. Cursing your destiny. Questioning your identity in Christ. Ha ha. The Dagons in your atmosphere, in your inner circle. And then the Dagons out here. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell them, make some room, man. Every Dagon is coming down. I sense the glory of God. Every lie of the enemy against you is about to collapse. I don't know if you just heard what I just said. Every lie of the enemy is about to collapse in the presence of the glory of the risen Christ. Somebody shout like you know it can't be stopped. Colossians 2.15, Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. Lift up your hands. The day gone in the millennial generation is coming down. The day gone in Generation Z is coming down. The day gone in the Alpha generation is coming down. Every day gone in Australia. Ha <laughs> ha. When the glory of God fills this nation, every day gone in Australia has to come down. Are you ready? Are you ready? So empowered by the Holy Spirit, I hereby declare the following. Every day gone at the sound of my voice is coming down today. Oh, by the way, by the time you get home, when you get home, I need you to lift up your leg and climb over the Dagons that will be on the floor collapse. Are you ready? When I count to three, you shout, Timber. Every Dagon collapses today. The Dagon of pornography, the Dagon of idolatry, the Dagon of sexual promiscuity and deviancy, the Dagon of depression, anxiety, fear, confusion. Are you ready? One, two, three. Like every lie against you just collapsed. 
where the glory of God is present, every lie of the enemy must collapse. Every work of the enemy must collapse. Every vestige of darkness must surrender. By the way, listen, I sense the glory. Please do your biblical due diligence. The Bible doesn't say that Dagon fell behind or to the side. The Bible says that Dagon fell in front. Oh, you don't get it. Let me explain it. The Hebrew verbiage there is precise what appears in Psalm 97 verse 7. Every false God must bow in front of... Open up your mouth because Dagon will fall in your praise. Open up your mouth because Dagon will collapse in your worship. God inhabits the praises of his people. Lift up your hands. Every lie against you and your family. And I don't care if that lie has a multi-generational element. Oh. I don't care if that lie is the byproduct of a traumatic experience. Here's the word of the Lord for you. Hey, hey, hey. Your trauma is about to become your testimony. Come on in. This happened. They walked in the next morning and this is what they saw. See right there. This is what they saw. They literally saw this. They saw all that and they saw the ark of God. Oh, you missed it. They found Dagon, but the ark of God was still what? I need you to look at someone and tell them, in spite of all I've been through, in spite of everything that fell around me, I'm still standing. Shake somebody, tell them, I'm still standing. I've been through hell and high water, but I'm still standing. The enemy gave me his best shot, but I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm still standing. Is there anyone here still standing after all? lift up both hands. There's glorious presence inside of you, 1 Corinthians 3.16. There's a glorious promise inside of you, 1 Corinthians 2.9. There's glorious purpose for your life, Psalm 138, verse 8. You're still standing because the glory of God never, the glory of God never falls. Not only do you carry the glory, get over yourself, the glory carries you. Because God loves you so much that he takes you from glory to glory. With both hands raised. Can you make the declaration that will prompt the enemy to purchase anti-anxiety medication? I want you to say, I'm still standing. People abandoned you, but. Some people unfollowed you, but. Just one more time. Is there anyone who can praise like you're still standing while everybody else just... Hey! Somebody praise! Let the church rise up! Let the church rise up! Let the church rise up! Let us declare we are still... Now all glory to God who is able to keep you from falling away and bring you with great joy into his glorious presence about a single fault, John Jude 124. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guard you from the evil one, 2 Thessalonians 3, 3. All right, we're done. Stand with, you are standing. <laughs> this really happened? This is like, it's, it's a series. Forget about the walking dead and forget about like the crown. This is a series. This is, look, look. These guys walk in and they did this. Do me a favor.
pick them up and put them back. They, they did this. They actually did this. you as, as we, I'm gonna wrap up and pass the mic over uh, who, who picked them up huh yeah yeah no I, I, what I'm asking is was it demons no was it principalities and powers of darkness no who was it it was people there are certain people that love to pick up the stuff that God has already knocked down in your life. Oh, y'all, y'all. Don't you, you need to stop hanging around people that always pick up the stuff that God already knocked down. If they're always bringing up your past and the hell you went through, if they're always telling you you're a victim, you're a victim, you're a victim, you're a victim. Oh, get triggered, trigger, trigger. You're traumatized. There's your twitch. Trigger, trigger, trigger. If all they do is tell you, look what the devil did, get away from them. Don't surround yourself with people that all they do is tell you, look what the devil did. One more time, surround yourself with people that tell you, look what the Lord has done. Do not dare crucify what God has resurrected. And dare ye not resurrect what God has already crucified. All right, we're done. With both hands raised. The next morning, <laughs> the next morning, they, sh they left again, and the next morning, this guy was down here, but this time it was different. This thing was cut off, cut off, cut off. Only his trunk was left. In other words, the supernatural manifestation of the glory prompted this to fall into pieces. And then God supernaturally, we can't explain how, the stuff is moved to the doorway where the citizens of Ashdod, the first thing they saw the next morning was, all right, this time Humpty Dumpty will not be able to be on that wall again. <laughs> No, no, you missed the whole message here. God's about to show up now in your life. Here are the words. Somebody shout never again. No, no, somebody shout never again. When Jesus said it is finished, John 19, 30, he meant it, Hebrews 7, 27. He died on the cross. He forgave our sins. He did it once and for all. Somebody shout never again. So you're going to fall one more time, but this time raise your hand. Is there anyone here who has enough glory to shout, addiction dies in my generation? Now you miss it. Alcoholism dies in my generation. Adultery dies in my generation. Racism dies in my generation. Divorce dies in my generation. Are you ready for the glory of Jesus to show up where it will never? Let each generation tell his children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. Psalm 145 verse 4. All right, with your hands raised, when I count to three, this time he's falling down and he's never going to occupy your space again. Here we go. Hands raised. Somebody shout never again. Somebody say never again. Our faith stands measured not by what we do when heaven falls upon us, but rather by what we do when hell stands next to us. When your integrity is more important than your influence, nothing can stop you. When you are driven by anointing rather than ambition, nothing can stop you. When your hunger for righteousness is greater than your fear of criticism, nothing can stop you. When your faith is greater than your feelings, nothing can stop you. When God's word is more important than your opinion, nothing can stop you. And when your praise is louder than your pain, Praise is louder than your pain. When your praise is louder than your pain.
you ready? Where's Pastor Russell? Pastor Russell? Where's Pastor Sam? Hi, Pastor Sam. Come here, beautiful. Come here, sunshine. At the count of three, come down. You're not getting back up. right there, Pastor Sam, Pastor Russell, with great due deference. We're going we're gonna to do this in a very customized manner, and it's self-explanatory. Where's my citizens of Ashdod? Come here, gentlemen. I want you to pick up Pastor Russell the way you picked me up. Yeah? Should I call Pastor Oddbossoff up here, or Pastor David? Or, or, we got this? I got That's my boy. That's, that's it. Ride or die, baby. I got you. Okay. And this is, but watch, not making this up. The Bible says that they carry the ark of God over the very remains of what occupied its space. You missed it. God's about to promote and elevate you in order for the world to be changed with Jesus through you over the very things that once stood in your way. Are you hearing me right now? God's about to elevate you over the very things that once stood in your way. So I want you to lift him up and carry him over. Now, Pastor Sam, you're, you're going to follow suit with me because you're going to just, when I, when I instruct you, you're going to go like this. Now, it's prophetic. Every lie of the enemy, every construct from the pit of hell against this nation, against the church in this nation, in this region, collapses in this generation by the authority of God in the name of Jesus. And God has anointed you to be the head and not the tail. We are about to see the words restoration, Joel 2.25. Yeah, it's restoration, but the glory like we've never seen before. And boy, has this region ever seen glory. I need you all to stretch out your hands. Every lie and every construct, every scheme of the devil, every plot of the enemy against the church in this region, everything the enemy has attempted to silence. I hear my, I prophesy with fear and trembling. I use that word with the fear of the Lord undergirding me. I fear God. God's about to elevate planet shakers over the very 
constructs of the enemy that occupied space in this region. God's about to blow this up. We, are, we haven't seen the glory like we are about to see the glory coming out of Australia and New Zealand and Asia. Everything changes. God has this. The rod of Aaron never, we can't, we can't make things up. So we can't say the rod of Aaron came out of the box and he hit the statue and it fell. That's made up. The Ten Commandments came out of the box and smacked Dagon's statue. That's made up. This is what the Ark of God did because we could biblically substantiate it. That's it. The most powerful weapon you have and you don't even know it. When, when hell shows up against you, be still and know that God is God. <sighs> Psalm 46, verse 10. Are you ready? And, and Pastor Sam, come with me here. We're going to follow Pastor Russell. He's going to go first. Nothing. Lift up your hands. There's nothing in your past that can harm you. And there's nothing in your future that can stand in your way. That is the word of the Lord. Here we go. When Pastor Russell is brought over, I want you to give the best praise you've given in the past three years. I want you to blow up the roof. I want to make so much noise. I want to break the decibel level. Not for the sake of making noise, but shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Here we go. When he goes over, give God the best praise. Show me your glory. Help. Dagons, if you began today and there were no Dagons, if the enemy did not construct anything to try to stop you, hinder, impede, obstruct, and you're cool, stay right there where you're at. But if you're ready to walk from now on into that anointing, if your life is a perpetual timber, it's coming down. If you are, if you're committed to shining the glory of the risen Christ in you, with you, for you, and through you. If you believe this year, more people will come to Jesus as Lord and Savior through your testimony than ever before in your entire life. At the count of three, get out of your seat, join me. Get up here and say, show me your glory. One, two, three, go! Desire to architects and cultural reformers. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, exhorters, miracle workers, helps need government. 
societal architects, cultural reformers. We are about to see God's children rise up, just like Reggie preached and Pastor Ott. We are about to see the glory of God in the marketplace, in government, in entertainment, in the sports arena. How about this? I'm prophesying now in science and technology. I rebuke the lie of the devil that says faith is against science. That's a lie. Faith and science are part of the great continuum of God's beautiful wisdom domain. We're about to see innovators, innovation, ingenuity, creativity, the best apps, the greatest technology, the, the next Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg's and Bill Gates in the redemptive, positive way with their creativity will be born again, spirit-empowered, Christ-centered, Bible-believing men and women of God. Get involved politically. Get involved socially. Get involved. Change the world. Raise your right hand, repeat after me. The glory of God is Jesus. He lives inside of me. Through the Holy Spirit, who makes me free. 2 Corinthians 3.17 Therefore, from this moment on, I will show the world the glory of Jesus. Moses prayed, Show me your glory. And God says, show the world my glory. I will show the glory. In all of my actions, words, deeds, thoughts, all of my posts, all of my relationships, I will show, demonstrate, exhibit the glory of Jesus. As for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Hey, planet shakers, may the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy Spirit make this year the best, glorious year of your life. Let's do one thing together for Him.